The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Monday, October 26th. We have a Monday night football game to preview. This is, I was, uh, somebody DM'd me like angrily on Saturday. It's like, you don't even preview the games anymore. It's just DFS and gambling. It's like, this is the, the DFS and gambling podcast. Like, it's a whole preview. Like, you want, you want me to like examine Bears interior offensive line play? Fine. We'll dive into the nuts and bolts of it, but, uh, we will talk DFS and gambling. Like that's what people are doing on these games. That's why these are popular games. Uh, and joining me now to do it for the show, Larry Hartstein. What's up, Larry? Is there a way to preview a game without talking about gambling? I, I, was I didn't know surprised that. By it. My yeah. response was just, thank you for the note. Enjoy your Saturday. <laughs> he went on a longer rant about that and actually called us a, uh, I, I can't say what he called us. He couldn't. Anyway. The Bears are at the Rams. The Rams are minus six. The over-under is 44 and a half at William Hill now. The Bears on the money line plus 230. The Rams minus 260. And, um, this, this over-under started to drop on as of game day down to 44 and a half. It was 45 on Sunday night. Um, when you look at this, how, how, when you do your power ratings for, and, and you do make your picks at sportsline.com. And by the way, what, uh, give me a promo code, Larry, that people can use to get their first month for a dollar. Uh, use spread first month for a dollar. First month for a dollar. You get all the picks. And I, I mean, I don't, I'll be honest. Like I haven't looked at your picks, but I know that our man RJ White is scorching hot right now. RJ, everything is coming up RJ at the moment. And, um, I think he, I think he had a great week on in week seven, right? Didn't oh, he, he had an amazing week and, uh, I'm feeling good. I had kind of a little rough start, uh, but, uh, five and oh in the circa yesterday. Got nice. Ch- yeah. Got a chance to go four and one in the super contest if the Bears come through. Uh, so, uh, yeah, feeling, feeling good. Oh, so the bears are one of your best picks of the week then, I guess. You know, it, I, I put in the super contest first and I didn't put it in circa. So I like it. I, I wouldn't say I absolutely love it just because of how limited offensively they are, but I mean, it's too many points. I mean, we don't know which team is better, right? We think they're both solid teams. The Rams, as everyone keeps saying, have only beaten the NFC East. Um, I le- I look at the bears and I look at, this amazing defense that's only gotten eight turnovers. If you remember that great year, a couple of years ago with Big Fangio, 36 turnovers forced. Well, they're doing it without the turnovers this year. And they're one of the most penalized teams in the league. And despite that, they're still five and one. So I just see some good signs, you know, number one red zone defense. I mean, we can go on and on, but I mean, you follow the Panthers and you watch that game last week and Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, there was no one to throw to. Guys were not open against this uh, pass defense. Yeah, I think, th- like, people get mad at me because I, I, I've i called the Bears fraudulent for several weeks, and now I've sort of given up and said I'm going to pick the Bears every week. I, I mean, I do think that they are – I think the fortunate is the word. They probably shouldn't be 5-1. and one. Like, when it, when it – I mean – when we do the off-season breakdowns and start to look at teams who made the playoffs who could take a step back next in 2021, 
I mean, if assuming that the Bears make the playoffs this year, they're going to be one of those teams because every game is a one score game. Now, having said that, they, there's absolutely a formula here where they keep it within six points against the Rams because this is a team that plays good defense. They can stop. They can slow down the run. Khalil Mack is starting to come on. And the, if you press, if you can limit the Rams ability to run the football and pressure Jared Goff, I think you can make for a really long day at the office for him. And I would anticipate that both of these teams offensively understand that they, the Rams are a better offense. But I think they're both a little limited offensively just in terms of, you know, I mean, like, like, uh, it's not like this is Patrick, you know, this is not Patrick Mahomes against Tom Brady, which would be the, I guess, the preferred shootout situation. I I think that the Rams, as good as they've been on offense, will understand that Chicago can probably slow them down. And I think the Bears absolutely know that they're not going to come in here and like, open it up and, you know, drop it into third gear on, you know, with, with Nick Foles and David Montgomery against a, a Rams defense that has, you know, has been pretty good. I think they're ranked, um, about league average, right? In, in terms of, uh, defensive DVOA, but they have Aaron Donald, they have Jalen Ramsey. They can really create some turnovers and get some pressure on you. And so I think Chicago, I, I would look at this game and expect it to be something like 1916 when it all, when it all is said and done, Larry. And that makes me lean towards taking the six points and, and towards the under. What about you? Yeah, both teams give up 19 points a game. So, uh, yeah, and they're going to be conservative. The Rams got away from that last week. They were trailing, but they threw it way too many times. I think they're going to, that's the way to attack the Bears is to run the ball. I think Daryl Henderson gets a ton of carries. He averaged, I think, about eight yards per carry last week. He just didn't get enough touches. And the Bears, I mean, where are the playmakers? No Tariq Cohen. Um, you know, David Montgomery is so limited, probably catches five balls for 30 to 40 yards out of the backfield, probably runs for three yards a carry. They've been averaging 2.3 yards a carry the last three games. The Bears are just going to dink and dunk it. And, uh, yeah, it, it feels like 20 to 17, 19, 16, 17, 14, something like that. And Jared Goff, I mean, they have to be worried about him because just in this matchup, this, he's had some stinkers in his career, but the worst team that he's faced is the Bears. He's zero touchdowns, five picks, 50% completions. That's in the last two years. Wow. And, and we saw this matchup, 17-7 last year, 15-6 to the year Remember before. That awful, it was, was it Monday night two years ago? It was just, I mean, it was just an awful game where maybe it was Sunday night. I can't remember what it was, but it was it, like it was golf and Mitchell Trubisky having, and it was really cold. Um, they Both defenses were playing at a very high level. And, I mean, it, it was just not, an, it was a, it was just not an impressive matchup from a young quarterback perspective. And it was basically like, just don't turn the ball over. And for whatever reason, the bears, you're right. Just have golf's number. And they, they almost broke, were they the team that broke him? Whereas like, he just wasn't the same for the, for the, for a few weeks after that. Um, the bears, by the way, uh, Allen Robinson leads the team with 40 catches, 474 yards. And then it's Jimmy Graham with 22 catches, David Montgomery with 20, Darnell Mooney with 18, Anthony Miller with 16 and Cordell Patterson with, with eight. Uh, it, this is not, it's not a high powered offense. They don't, they don't do a lot. And I just can't imagine that they would like come in. I mean, where's the path for a ton of points here? Yeah, the, it, it's Cordero Patterson returning kickoffs. I mean, he's the number one kick returner in the league and, and the uh, Rams kicker is actually, they said this week, they do not want to give him a chance to return it, but he's only kicked 65% of the time in the end zone. Uh, you know, for touchbacks. So that's one way you've got pick sixes. The Bears have had two pick sixes called back uh, due to penalty. Uh, I think those, that's the only way this gets over. And we've seen it come down all the way from 47 and a half to 44 and a half. And so now 
under a key number of 45, but 44 is still a key number at 2420. So uh, yeah, I'm definitely going under. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I like the under here and I believe that the under is actually part of our pick six podcast parlay. I think Debo, do we hit two or three? Uh, yeah. I think you guys are on pace right now. Wow. Yeah. That, that would we, be four to seven. Four out of seven weeks we would hit the parlay and I haven't bet it one time. So that's, I will, I, my, my vow to the listeners is that I will continue to not bet it and share in the profits that we continue to generate for people who are listening. Um, you know, just looking at some of the trends, I would say that, uh, let's see, the Bears are five and one straight up, four and two against the spread. They are four and one as an underdog against the spread. Uh, this season, 0 and 1 as a favorite. That should tell you a lot about them. 3 and 0 against the spread on the road after going 1 and 7 against the road last year. And Chicago 7 and 3 against the spread under Matt Nagy in prime time, which is the second best record behind Baltimore, who's 5 and 2. They've also covered four straight Monday night games. If you're interested in that sort of trend watching, the Rams have only lost consecutive games against the spread, uh, once since the start of last season, 7 and 1 against the spread following their last eight against the spread losses. They lost last week. Um, primetime favorites this week, this year are five and 14 against the spread. That's crazy, Larry. Yeah. The updated numbers, uh, the primetime dogs 15 and six against the spread and primetime unders 15 and six against the spread. But also take a look at this road dogs of six or less 27 and 12 this year. That's almost 70%. And one more thing in the Bears favor is the ref, Bill Vinovich. Over 56% the road team covers when he's the lead ref, yeah. So, I mean, all signs really point towards Chicago against the spread and and the under as well. Exactly. I mean, the only thing I'm worried about is that if the Rams somehow do get that 10-point lead, it could feel like a mountain, you know, in this this kind of game, and it could snowball. But, yeah, this should be tight. It should be close to the vest, and it should be 20-17 to one way or the other. Okay, uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll look at DFS and props. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, so let's dive into the props. And now this guy's in my head. Like I can't, I'm like, did we cover the game enough? I feel like we did. Um, what, uh, what would be your top prop uh, for this game, Larry? Yeah, I'm going to look at a couple of Jared Goff props. Under under one and a half TDs is plus 130. Now, he's gone over it in four of six, but he's never faced a defense like this. The Bears have given up four passing TDs all year, four TDs in six games, and they've had five picks. So I think he goes under that. I think they're going to run the ball. And also 33 and a half pass attempts, I'm going to go under that. He's only gone over that once, and that was last week. I just think it's a run-heavy approach. So I like those two for Jared Goff. And then in the same narrative, I like Daryl Henderson over 54 and a half rushing yards. I mean, last week, 14 carries, 88 yards. They bemoaned the fact that they didn't get him the ball more. I think that's a pretty low number. And like we said, the way to attack the Bears is on the ground. Yeah, uh, the Bears are 11th in DVOA against the run and five against the pass. If, if, if Jared Goff is dropping back a ton, this is a, a danger spot for, for, uh, for the Rams. I mean, and, like if he, I would think an ideal situation is, I think the golf 
uh, over under for passing attempts is 36 and a half. Sean McVay would love 33 and a half. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sean McVay would love. Oh yeah. Nick Falls is 36 and a half. Excuse me. Sean McVay would absolutely love for that under to hit. If he gets under 33 and a half passing attempts, it means that they have really been able to get Daryl Henderson going. They're probably mostly throwing on play action. They're minimizing Jared Goff's exposure against a very good defense. Now, I mean, the question is, can that game script actually work? Um, for my prop, I, I told people to bet this on Sunday night. I bet it on Sunday night. I see it moving up already at William Hill. It's juicy, but you can get Jimmy Graham over receptions two and a half minus 150. I took it minus 167, which I, I get is a ton of juice. Uh, it is now on the site I use, uh, over three minus 130. So, I mean, that's, that's climbing and it'll probably get to three and a half or four would be my guess because he's, you know, Jalen Ramsey is going to be draped all over Allen Robinson. Like that's going to be the matchup. That's what the Rams, the Rams are going to deploy. I mean, if you are the Rams and you're thinking about how do we slow down the bears, you're like, we're putting Ramsey on, on Robinson, that like he is going to be all over him. Now, Cole Komet coming in and being a bit of, being a factor is a little bit concerning, but I do think, you know, you look at Jimmy Graham so far this year, uh, seven, one, 10, five, five, eight targets. And in terms of catches over his last four weeks, six, four, three, five, like he's hit it on every single week. Uh, he is a red zone threat. Nick Foles looks his way. Nick Foles is always like throwing to tight ends. And unless Komet just becomes some monster, uh, who just takes all of Graham's snaps. I mean, I'll, I'll live with that, but Jimmy Graham hadn't, you know, he, he doesn't need to play 90% of the snaps to get this number. He played 80% of the snaps in week one and hasn't been above 80 since then. He's generally in the 60 range. So they limit him, but when he's out there, he's going to draw Nick Foles' attention and he's, he doesn't have to catch, you know, four, you don't have to have a hundred receiving yards. He just needs three short catches and maybe one's a touchdown. I love that one. The Rams have also not done a great job against tight ends mm. and related. I like Cole Komet seven to one anytime touchdown last oh, week. Yeah. Last week was the first time they got him involved. I think they want to build on that. He had two targets. One of them was a touchdown. It was a great like in traffic over the middle using his six, six, 260 pound frame. So I think they both can get home with that three catches for Graham and a TD for Komet. Yeah. And look, if you're going to splash, I agree with you completely. I think, and in fact, I think you could even go with both guys anytime touchdown score, Jimmy, Jimmy Graham plus 250 at, um, at William Hill. And when you look at his game logs again, you know, he has 22 catches on the season, but he also has like, he has four touchdowns on the year. I mean, this is a guy who's just, a red zone, he is, he is and he, old and slow, but he can still jump a little bit and he's a tough matchup for teams in the red zone. And that is how you attack the Rams. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if he ended up scoring one of those touchdowns. So I would take both those guys anytime TD. I, I like Cole Komet 33 to one first touchdown score too. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I don't have Jimmy Graham's end zone targets. Um, offhand, but I would bet he's also had like three or four misconnections that Absolutely. Just, just from watching, it feels like he's, he's been close to a few more. Yeah. I, th- I think you're, I think you're uh, completely right. Anything, any other props that catch your eye um, that you would like to, you got any lottery ticket props? Uh, it was Cole Komet was my, was my yeah, that uh, counts. Yeah. seven yeah. to one. Yeah. Seven to one anytime score. So you just yeah. anytime score. And again, 33 to one, Jimmy Graham, 14 to one first touchdown score. I love those. I cashed a, uh, a mid game, Next touchdown score yesterday with uh, AJ Brown, so that was fun. Whoa! How yeah. much? Uh, How much I, I had forty on it, someone like two eighty or something like that. But I mean, it was plus. Oh, it was seven to one. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like uh, it was like nine to one. I think maybe I, I, I can't remember exactly what happened. But I mean, it, it was 
it was like, you know, in the live betting menu, you can like hit the next guy up. And I, and then all of a sudden he's like taking off for the race. It's like, go, go, don't back him. Um, there's actually some decent value. I'm looking at Daryl Henderson, seven to one to be the first touchdown scorer. Alan, I don't, I, what do we think about Alan Robinson unders? I mean, I know what you're saying about Jalen Ramsey, and he's been great, uh, but I don't know that he's going to have him every snap. And the other guys, Troy Hill and the other two corners they have there, have not have been very beatable. And A-Rob has nine targets at least in every game. I mean, he yeah. is he is the offense. I mean, I don't know if you have any team with one guy that good and no Tariq Cohen and everybody else just not explosive. Like, yeah. there's nobody I mean, yet. There's nobody else. I mean uh... – Darnell Mooney is a, is an interesting player and he's, you know, he pops up in these models where expecting regression, um, towards like, towards a, uh, you know, towards more receiving yards and all that. But I don't know that you can take like over Darnell Mooney receptions is two and a half. That's a lot. Um, yeah, I'll just, I'm just going to ride with Jimmy Graham and then we, we got those tight ends, uh, for the touchdown scores. All right. Let's talk some DFS. This is an interesting one because. You know, a lot of times in these showdown slates, like on, you know, on Sunday night, people are, you know, people are hammering the, the offenses. This has got to be one where <laughs> I, you're going to, I mean, like the Rams to, to get the Rams defense as a captain is $8,400. The Bears are 7,800. They're priced above guys like Everett, Gerald Everett, Darnell Mooney, the kickers. I mean, this is a pretty high price for, you know, Anthony Miller, Cole Komet's on there too. Um, if you're starting, where would you lean in terms of a, like a captainship? Because I would, I mean, I think I might start with a Rams defense captain. Like I have no problem with that. And I think that'll be a popular build. Yeah. I was talking to Mike McClure about this and he said that doesn't matter the game script. It doesn't matter the matchups. He is never using his a defense as a captain. Oh, and, okay. and he, and he said like, uh, he might have 200 lineups tonight and in none of them will he have. But that shocked me because I also thought the Bears at 7,800 uh, or, or either defense would be worse playing. I, I'm going to go with Daryl Henderson, though. I just think I like it. with Malcolm Brown only had two carries. 12,300 for Henderson as captain, by the way. Yeah, and, I mean, Akers didn't touch the ball. Brown is, is mainly going to get receiving. I just think this is a Daryl Henderson game, and the guy needs more than, than 14 carries. Uh, he's that good, and that's the way to attack the Bears. Yeah, and, I mean, presumably if you're going with a running attack – if you're going to go have, if you think, or if you, if you make a running back your captain, you believe that it's going to be a fairly low scoring game. Uh, you can toss both defenses in there and you can easily get both quarterbacks if you were so inclined and then even still add a Everett or a Mooney. And if you wanted to bail on fall, like again, you know, you have to sort of think about what the, you know, what the game script is. Like if, if you're building a, a lineup that's Daryl Henderson as your captain, Maybe you want to bail on Jared Goff because you don't think he's going to attempt many passes and Henderson will be the, the primary, uh, primary running back. So then you could go with Foles and Allen Robinson trying to, you know, bring it back, uh, because they'll be having to throw and maybe add Darnell Mooney. You get both defenses, Foles, Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson easily with 2,700 to spare. So I think there is a, there's a, Henderson gives you a lot of flexibility in terms of how you want to build if that's the route you want to go. What's your take on uh, Cooper Cup for this game? Because I don't think he's ever played worse than last week against the Niners. I mean, he drops the touchdown, uh, caught three of nine balls. I mean, I mean, these guys are usually in sync and they were just, so I'm expecting him to be a lot sharper tonight. Uh, but of course, I don't want to threaten that Bears defense or, or try to uh, expect big things against that Bears defense. But what do you think about Cup tonight? 
No, I mean, I think that makes sense. Like you can use Cooper Cup and, and Robert Woods. I mean, like you could, these are guys that can get open for quick completions. You know, they can get open underneath. I think they'll want to do that. And Cup is so good on play action where he, you know, he's running these like deeper crossing routes and golf. You know, if you can get, the, if you can get Henderson going, I think at some point they'll probably try and take a shot to, to Cup. He had a 33.3% catch percentage last week. That, I mean, without, without, I mean, without just guessing, I would say that it has to be his low, the lowest of his career when he's been targeted, when he's actually, yeah, um, not including, uh, if he's ever had a catch. So anytime he's been targeted more than five times, that's his lowest catch percentage of his career. That is obscenely low. Like he, he's hadn't been that low really since he came into the league. Um, yeah, I would, I would expect a pretty big bounce back from him. I think that, I think you'll see McVay trying to get him involved. And I don't know that, I don't know that the Bears are just gonna, I, I don't know that you can just completely lock down a guy like Cup because he can work underneath so much. Yeah, the Bears, I mean, they do give up only 57% completions, uh, which is the lowest in the league. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think Cup is going to get his tonight. I've just never seen him so out of it last week. I just, I, I was shocked that he didn't bounce back, like, even during, in that game, he didn't bounce back. Yeah. Um, ooh, here's a little lineup you can do. So you can do Henderson captain, Rams, Bears defense, Foles, Jimmy Graham, and Cooper Cup. I don't hate that lineup. That's some, it's some middle that right now. I'm making a note. Let's do it. Yeah. Did, uh, did your boy McClure, cause he's been hot, right? On his props and, um, and his DFS stuff. Did he, did he have any, uh, and this Mike McClure, who's one of the you know, sports line guys, uh, did he have any other DFS leans besides, he said no defenses as captain, anything else, any other, any other hints you can drop and you can get his full projections and, and, uh, and all that stuff at sportsline.com. Yeah. Oh, good plug there. Yeah. He, uh, he had <laughs> not run his numbers yet and he said to check the site. Uh, today I was talking to him late last night while we were watching that unbelievable ball game. And, yeah. uh, he said check the site today because he hadn't run the numbers yet. Yeah. Okay. So go to sportsline.com, use promo code, promo code spread. No, hold on one second. Promo code spread to get your first month for a dollar. Anyway, hey. promo code spread. Get your first month for a dollar. You can get Larry's stuff. You can get RJ's picks. You can get Mike McClure's DFS stuff. Larry, thanks, buddy. Always a pleasure. Anytime. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.